What's up, everybody? This is AJ and Isaac here from the Make Shirt Happen podcast. This is episode number one. Pretty much round two of episode one. <laughs> round two of episode yeah. one. First time we didn't really have a name or anything, so this is our uh, second go at it. Yep. So we're going to be going over what the podcast is going to be about, a little bit about ourselves, and we'll make it a shorter, shorter episode today. So let's get it. Let's do it. So what's up, Isaac? What's going on, man? Uh, what's good, man? Just trying to get uh, familiar in these unfamiliar times. <laughs> For everybody, yeah, it's kind of kind of crazy. What week are we in now with uh, COVID? You know, it's like the days are all mashing together, but we're going into I want to say about week ten. Yeah, it feels like because feel, about eight. I think eight, like really, because we're in the middle of uh, May. Yeah, yeah, right. So because right, it was mid March, right? Yeah, it was like right around the fifth. Yeah, I'd say so. between. Well, for me. It's been like 10 to 12 because my work was like, yo, yeah, <laughs> like at least my bill paying job. <laughs> it was like, don't come, don't come, don't come to the office. Yeah, it's been, this has been a wild ride, I'm sure for everybody. So just to recap, this is the Make Sure It Happen podcast. Um, Isaac and I are both uh, garment decorators, screen printing, embroidery, DTG, aka Direct to Garment, if you're not familiar. And, you know, we've both been in the industry for quite, a, quite some time. Um, so we just felt like we've had all the, we have all this knowledge. We have all this experience that we want to share with, you know, anybody that wants to listen, right? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, we've been around, you know, for myself, almost 20 years in the game of T-shirts, making T-shirts, you know, making them all the way back from high school. And um, who would have known back then that I'd still be, doing it now and it actually becoming a career but uh yeah it, it's just things have changed so much in in that amount of time and yeah, it's 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 cool to i mean with that length of time you've been doing it and the length of time i've been exposed to it and doing it it's um there's a lot of history and a lot of things that and trends we've seen come and go that you know maybe new new clothing brands or new printers don't necessarily know about so we just thought hey let's just put pen to paper or in our case let's talk about it <laughs> mouth, mouth, mouth to microphone right and just talk about it like yeah some of those trends too man you kind of hope they never come back around right but like the, the all over tees and that yeah. type of stuff and it, it man some of that stuff seems like it's starting to squeak back and what was the stuff that they used to do in the eighties? The um, hydro color or like the stuff that like would change color when um, you started sweat. Photochromatic. <laughs> uh, photochromatic, and th there's one that changes with body temperature, and one that changes like with. Yeah, I was talking about the body temperature. Light. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just start from the beginning, um, just so that we can get everybody up to speed about us. Um, well, let's start with, with you. What, what's, uh, let's start from the beginning. How'd you, how'd you get started? Uh, 
I got started uh, doing T-shirts. Uh, actually started, I was a, been a graffiti artist for uh, since I was a young teenager. And uh, around probably mid-high school, started making T-shirts of my designs that I was doing, mm-hmm. that I was painting, you know, drawing them. And I had a friend who owned uh screen press and had like the whole setup so he would pretty much let me go in there kind of set me up put me up on game pretty much mm-hmm. like this is where you buy t-shirts at which rest in peace golden state tees you know <laughs> that was like the yeah the, the place back then just closed up you know a couple months back right yeah. in time for this yeah, I want to save that that topic too because that that kind of affected us a little bit, you know, in general. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. They were definitely a staple in, uh, especially in San Jose, because yeah. closest thing we had was um, in San Francisco, and uh, yeah, that San Jose always gave us that extra cushion because we'd be able to get next day yeah. shipments and things like that, and. Get stuff done same day. Yeah. Rush. Yeah. Especially when it was our fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it kind of changed definitely that way. So your friend put you on, put you on, kind of got you started with printing your own stuff. Got me started. Kind of taught me, taught me a little bit of everything, you know, how to uh, burn the screens and do all that type of stuff, mm-hmm. reclaim screens, you know, because yep. we right out out in front i mean we purchase everything i'm sure that's what a lot of people do right you know we went how much for a screen and bought a couple screens and (laughs) back then it was uh not an emulsion you use this kind of film to put on there so we had all like a almost like a little kit to get get going and um we bought some inks and you know went to work were you calling (laughs) it paint back then oh paint yeah everything yeah (laughs) paint that's funny yeah <laughs> I, you know what's funny is uh if you if you haven't ordered shirts before as a customer and you know you're you're trying to nail down what they're looking for um it just takes those extra few steps to try and explain everything and i, I kind of you know at this point it's like a science to me it's like hey are you have you gotten shirts printed before it's like okay uh-huh. cool you have you have great I just skipped 20 steps of having to explain everything. Yeah, yeah. And so, especially being in a in a retail environment, you know, like that's, man, all they know is yeah, when you get those customers, it's like the kiosk guys, right? And it's like, oh, hey, print me that Fortnite shirt yeah. with my kid's <laughs> name on it. And I want a number eight, and I want it to say his nickname on the back, and... I need two of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's actually kind of the cool, you know, the differences between us is um, we kind of started off as a clothing brand of our own, mm-hmm. you know, what formed me starting off just making T-shirts and kind of slanging them to my friends and pretty much selling them for enough money to make a new design. Yeah. It's kind of all it was it was pretty yeah. much for the love of it, you know, yeah. just reinvesting to, to, it into the next the next cool T-shirt exactly. to, to wear for yourself, right? That's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And um, like for you, you come from 
full on, you know, that retail environment. But the, you know what's funny is, is that I didn't at first. I was a clothing brand too. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I was just like, yeah, man, we can we can make our own designs and let me figure out how to make <laughs> these shirts. Cool. I mean, I, and we talked about it before, but my love for t-shirts started in high school too. Yeah. And, you know, my friends and I, were, we were doing our own inkjet transfers, right? Like, yep. yeah, let's iron yep. them on, on the white shirts with the little, like, residue film you can kind of see. All the way around. All the way around. Super crappy looking. Almost starts crackling Cracking, once you, uh... Yeah, as soon as it gets peeled <laughs> off, hot peeled. Um, then then I started getting our our own shirts screen printed by Rex. Rex and effects. R.I.P. I think too. Yeah, did it? I'm not sure, dude. I mean, I haven't seen that guy forever. I think he's gone, man. I want to say. Um, well, his his spot was called Ace Silk Screening, and he had that. Well, at least when I started going, he had this little warehouse where he would also paint cars with the fumes oh like all God. all in there, <laughs> and he would just huff that. It's like sniff that paint because he wouldn't open the garage door. Like he would just leave yeah. or that roll up door. He would yeah, just you'd leave. have to duck under. Yeah, you'd have to duck. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah, I got, a, I got a pretty good story about Rex. Man. <laughs> he really. Uh, it was pretty much when we first got started too. After uh, doing my own T-shirts when we started the brand. Yep. We were looking for screen printers. Yep. And back then. What did you do? You went in the yellow, yellow pages, pages and he was first. He had, he yeah. was right there. He had like the nice ad. So it's like, yeah. all right, let's check this dude out. Not knowing anything about screen printing shops, yep. you roll in there and it's just like, wow, okay, this is, this is it, man. This guy's almost kind of lightweight looking like a hobbit, you know, kind of <laughs> moving around. Looked um, frail even back then. Yeah. Not, not too, not too robust Yeah, for screen printing, you know, yeah, yeah. you gotta have a little girth behind you. Right. <laughs> So well, that I didn't even know anything about. I didn't know about automatic automatics. I didn't know about yeah. anything back then. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, shoot, everything was pretty new back then too. I mean, because when we we were printing our own, um, at my friend's shop, when ended up, it was just one of those things where like he was out of town all the time, yeah. and we just it didn't really work, and we were trying to make a business at that point, right, of a brand. Mm -hmm. So we needed like a solid printer. So Rex was the dude. Rex was the dude. <laughs> so we we rolled in there, and uh, we had a big event, man. And I probably got, I want to say, 200, 250 T's printed. Mm -hmm. And um, kind of, you know, what a lot of people do when they first get started, there was 10 different color T's, you know, and, and a couple different ink changes but the same design yeah and we just went through all these tees go to the event and we just kill it at this event right we do great we sell through i think we come back with like 30 tees or something like hardly anything right yeah. i come home and uh i throw my shirts in the washing machine right i go to pull them out of the dryer and my print is like half gone oh no <laughs> Not cured. Uh, not cured at all. If uh, we didn't even know what that would would have meant, what you it know, meant, at yeah. then yeah. it was just why is my paint washing off? Yeah, yeah. Why is the paint <laughs> washing off? <laughs> but man, that was uh, 
back then that was the original we had our original website you know super man i don't know it was so sketchy like everything back then when it yeah. when it came to that stuff and uh i remember put like immediately like you know heart sank when i saw that yeah print washed off like right. oh my god what are we supposed to do now and we put a disclaimer on the uh on the website uh-huh. like if anybody was at this event please let us know you know we'll yeah, we'll replace resend- your tea, yeah, yeah we'll send you a tea right and um it was funny because the feedback that we did get from a couple of our friends who who purchased them mm-hmm. they liked the look they like the vintage look. Yes, because yeah. it was when that was kind of first yeah. in style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, nah, I like it, man. It looks like I had it for a long time. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Still fits like a pretty new tee that hasn't shrunk down to baby, yeah. baby tee size. and Yeah, thinned out yeah. and got holes in it. And but it's got else. the look. But it's got the look. Got the distressed look. Yep. So like we kind of mentioned, you know, there's a lot of his- history and, and knowledge between the two of us. Um you know, yours starting back to almost 20 plus years, right? At this yeah. point. Um, and I'd say my mind's around 10 at this point too, just in general. Um, so we'll definitely look to this medium to kind of, again, share our knowledge, share our stories, and even um, share some of our new things that we're trying to do, right? Um, like, actually you know we started with clothing brands right and now we're like okay let's revisit that you know we've been printing for other people people for so long we're like how do we make this work for ourselves in 2020 like what what's what's the formula did i don't know i don't know about you but i know for us what ended up happening was you know we were doing our own line and at the time it was really hard to push a clothing line it's still hard today, right? I, I mean, mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it was just as yeah. it's just as hard. But back then, there was a lot less outlets, you know, media outlets. Right. So there was no social media. There's right. no Instagram. There's no Facebook groups. Right. None of that. It was like magazine ads, and you had to travel. You had to do events. You had to do shows. Anything right. that had to do with your industry. You know, if you're right. into, um, you know, hip hop tees, you got to get a booth at Rock the Bells. You know, if yeah. you want to do bodybuilding stuff where you got to follow wherever the, the where, where the competitions are and exactly, things like that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I, th- I think the struggles today are just as hard, but different right now before you, you, like you were saying, you had trouble finding places to sell because there's no social media now because of social media and technology changes, it's easy to get the merch, but harder to sell because of saturation and yeah, exactly. Um, you know, everybody wants to start a clothing brand. Everybody's, you know, going to be the next big hit. Everybody's got that mindset. Everybody's like, you know, take action, do this and do that. And, you know, you can do it. Just put your mind to it. Every, yeah. Everybody's got that mentality now. And so that grind, yeah, that grind, gr- super grind. Yeah, mode. right, right. So it's it's still hard. It's harder, though, because there's so much more competition. There's so much more. It's so much easier to get a product made. There's so many different ways you could do it. Well, and there's there's sources out there now where you don't even have to spend the money. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, just, you go to uh, you know cafe presses and some of these other websites, yeah, Zazzle and, and these yeah. big guys. Yeah, you go right on there. You upload your design. You're immediately selling it. Or dare I say, custom ink. Yeah, 
<laughs> you're selling your design right off yeah. of there on on all kind of merch on coffee mugs and everything yeah, else printful and those guys are doing on-demand printing where you just have to basically get the sale and you know they do everything else for you so it's really easy and, uh, you know that's one of the things too if you're not really tripping off the money yeah and you're just trying to really you know put a name out there or you got something else going on that you're trying to promote yeah i mean it's a pretty easy way to do it just takes a lot of the uh the work out of it so you still got to promote it right for sure i mean that's like your main thing right it's just sales customer service and promotion yeah if you're doing it that if you're going that route what you do lack though and this has always been my kind of feeling on it is you don't get the quality control because yeah. they're they're shipping it directly to your customers so if you're super anal about that stuff i mean that's kind of off the table for you because you, you don't get to quality check everything right yeah it's it's wild i mean because for a long period of time I'm, i want to say a good probably about seven years we were one of custom inks uh main printers mm -hmm. you know for this for the west coast and um it was kind of wild like the only thing i could really compare it to is almost like their rating system it's kind of like how ebay used to be mm -hmm. You know where a buyer and a seller they could leave feedback for each other mm -hmm. where ebay pulled it away now where only a buyer could uh say something so if you bought something you don't pay for it whatever before back in the day i could go on there and be like oh deadbeat didn't pay for his item <laughs> yeah whatever you know can't do any of that now it's all seller it's all uh Customer's always right. Exactly. And, yeah. and seller, seller has no uh, input. Nothing at all. Yeah. And, and that's the thing with custom ink that used to kill me is like, you know, somebody would put in their order and they would complain about like how the t-shirt fit, which had absolutely nothing to do with the decoration or anything else that we had to do with it. It's like, you pick the shirt, you know, you, all they're going off is dimensions or whatever on yeah. the website, but. Hey, I have no control over, you know, the fit of your shirt. Yeah. But they, you'd get hit. Like, you'd get a knock against your yeah. account for that. Because they chose the Gildan. And exactly. They didn't like how boxy and wide it is when they really yeah. wanted a next level or a canvas or something, right? Yeah, exactly. So we can go on for hours and hours, but I kind of, you know, we're, we're planning episode on episode on episode, so... Um, I wanted to keep this one quick and let's just end it with a, a few rapid fire questions. Um, and then, you know, as we, as we, as our listeners, our listener base grows, you know, we'll, we'll keep talking stories. We'll keep talking about new stuff that we're doing. Um, I mean, in particular, you know, we've just been getting into masks recently. I mean, so we'll have a, a whole, yeah. whole bunch of topics on that. Um, but the first question I got for you is just to kind of ease, ease some things a little bit and get <laughs> people to know you a little bit more. What's your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant? Favorite hometown restaurant. Uh, and the go-to item. Go-to item. Man. I'm a pretty simple guy. Uh, probably In-N-Out Burger, man. Yeah, with man. A, with a, kinda, a double double. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong. <laughs> it, 
You know, if I had okay, if it has to be something chain, you know, In and Out's probably high up there for sure. Yeah. But if I had to pick something local, man, how do you beat that Santo Market? Oh, I know. Okay, yeah. man. Yeah. Man. You know that that was my other one is uh, Monatos right there in Japantown. Yeah. Their uh, their little bento boxes were like the go to all yeah. the time. You know, especially when we were on that side of town. That's like one of the biggest things I miss about being near the cannery. So, listeners, we like In and Out and Poke <laughs> and, and Japanese food. <laughs> All right. So, what do you, what do you wish you know now that you, or yeah, what do you know now that you wish you knew back then when you first started? Oh man, we could go on forever for this one. Just one quick one. One off quick top one. Um. Customer's not always right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is true. I mean, there there are times when customers will be like, oh, my shirt, my order's wrong. And it's like clear as day, approved by them. Spe- Everything. The spec Everything. sheet is yep. there or the invoice form is there. It's all listed out or the quantities are right there. Um, one thing I wish I kn- knew back then was maybe I you know I wish I knew more about materials and like the garments themselves I mean strictly speaking from a yeah from the printer perspective right just so that I could have either talked my customers into the better tees or you know it would have made me a better salesman if I knew that just a little bit more, more. yeah exactly or even starting as a clothing brand it's like I just oh yeah I just sure. got what I just got whatever whatever your color came in yeah exactly oh I want a black <laughs> shirt yeah what what are you curious about right now um, or interested in learning um, in regards to, like, our businesses or even just podcasting or, or whatever? What, what are you curious about right now? You know, this whole podcast world has really got me intrigued. And uh, part of it is just because I love them so much, yeah. you know, and I listen to them all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like... I don't know what I do without them. You know, 10 years ago, we didn't have any of this stuff. And there's so many of them that I like love and you kind of get to know the people and you feel like, you know, the personalities and like, that's something like the, the media side of it, you know, I'm always a behind the scenes kind of person. Yeah. I'm never up front for anything. Well, and um, that, that's the same for me. This, which is why we decided, you know what, maybe it's time for us to be in front. Yeah. Let's do the podcast. Let's, Let's do a try. podcast. Let's, Let's do a try. YouTube channel. Um, for me, what I'm curious about is actually lear- uh, number one, learning about podcasts and stuff, obviously, but I'm more interested in the marketing stuff that, you know, we've, we've talked about that we are, we are lacking, right? Like yeah. how are, how is it that these guys, these other, and I'm not comparing our, ourselves to other shops, but I'm just saying like, what are they doing that we could learn to take us to the next level. That's what I'm interested in. And actually podcasting is one of, one of the things that's yeah. on that list, right? Is it, it all kind of comes full circle, right? Like the more people know about us, it's just putting, get, it's get, like kind of putting yourself out, putting there, ourselves you know? out there, yeah. then that is just going to kind of trickle out and kind of come together with the marketing stuff that we want to learn and things yeah. like that, or I want to learn anyway, and kind of just, yeah, exactly. Come full circle. Well, so I've never been real huge 
into the marketing side of it. I mean, me either. That's why. Ever. Yeah. You know, so like. Everything's been word of mouth. And and, and as yeah. things have changed mm-hmm. with the Googles and Google Words and AdWords and all that type of stuff, like we lightweight would get into stuff, but mm-hmm. never enough to really like sink your teeth in. But that's another one up there, too. I mean, love to get into that. All right. Last one. What's something you failed at? Let's just say recently that you want to do better at or Hmm. there's a lot of stuff or maybe not recently let's just say in general that you that you failed at that you want to change even or that you have changed recently because you you know one of the biggest things i think i need to uh like hold myself to a higher standard Mm -hmm. you know just accountability yep it's one of those things where it's like I know what needs to be done, but it's very easy to get swayed. You know, luckily you're on a podcast that's called Make Sure It Happen I, to hold exactly. you accountable. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we even jumped on right now. Yeah. You know, it's like we, we we're trying to make it happen. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm going to use your answer too and just hold myself, you know, say that I, I, I failed at holding myself accountable because. I've been talking about this stuff for two, two plus years. Like we've been working together, right? Like, yeah. man, we got to do something like that. We got to do, we got to, we got to do this. We got to do that. And now 2020, when we finally decided to just start doing it. Hey, but that's the, that's the hardest part though, is to get started. Right. With anything. Right. You know, if you want to start a diet, you start training, you, that first step, you know, for it's the, always the, hardest, for the right? hundred mile hike, you know, is the hardest one. Right. You know, mentally, fit, everything is just, that's the hard one. That's funny that you mentioned that because we'll probably be tracking that stuff on this podcast too. Because <laughs> yeah, we've been no. talking about that too. <laughs> well, cool. You know, thanks everybody for joining us today, listening to us ramble on for 26 plus minutes. Um, we hope you join us for our next episode and um, we got more stories for you. Got to make sure it happened. We make sure it happened. (laughs) Peace. Peace.